Hey lovely peeps, Kara and welcome back to the Whole Heart of Living podcast. I'm your host Kami and I'm super excited that you decided to tune in today. I promise you that you'll have ample of takeaways from this podcast to become the most authentic and the wholehearted version of you. Hey lovely peeps, a very warm and fuzzy welcome to the fifth episode of the Whole Hearted Living podcast. So in today's episode, Eli and I are talking about how we are totally consumed by the culture of being busy all the time and what are all these things that actually keep us busy in today's world and how a lot of these things really do not matter. But just due to the peer pressure or the established societal norms, we practice them on autopilot. We cite a lot of examples from our personal lives, including both work and outside work, um, where we used to spend a lot of time, but we have realized that those things really don't matter. So we have cut them from our lives and have free up that time. We also talk a lot about the go-go-go mentality and the hustle culture and how it can be toxic and contribute to burnout big time. We touch upon multitasking and context switching and how it can be an accessory evil that contributes to us being less productive on a daily basis. Also, we discuss how a lot of us are always feeling that we are never enough and we didn't do enough. And that is how we end up with striking off items of our endless to-do list. So yeah, it is a thought-provoking yarn between me and Eli, but we do hope a lot of you can relate to it. And us talking about it gives you some approval to not get sucked into the culture of being busy all the time and embrace the slow and intentional living. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to the segment of the Wholehearted Living podcast. I've got our occasional co-host and my dear friend Eli here with us. Hello everyone. Um, so today Eli and I are talking about the culture of being busy all the time mm-hmm. and how Eli and I have chosen, we have intentionally chosen to move towards a more simple and purposeful lifestyle. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, from personal experiences, I used to be a person who was like, on go 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 mentality all the time like there was pretty much 28 years of my life yeah and after burning out i've realized the importance of slowing down and really prioritizing mm. um yeah so let's let's talk through why like what are we so busy with like what what is everyone so busy with or like what we used to be so busy with <laughs> work <laughs> yeah, life, yeah family <laughs> friends yeah everything yeah i, I think i just want to start off this podcast by saying that being busy oh sorry being busy <laughs> is not a badge of honor I like I know um, at least in my parents generation um, being busy was pretty much like how busy you are shows or reflects how successful you are yeah. and I think that definition is changing like a lot of um, millennials like us are realizing because the age of burning out or the age where people are actually experiencing burnout is now late 20s yeah it's becoming yeah earlier yeah yeah and i think um like i'm not the only podcaster talking about burnout and multitasking or like the culture of being being busy like i have been listening to a lot of other people who are also talking about the same thing and i think we are all experiencing it like we can all feel it yeah 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 so talking about the things that we are busy with like um the 28 year old 28 year old me used to be busy with was um i just was so busy creating a to-do list like i would have a Uh million items in my to-do list and my to-do list wasn't prioritized at all like i was i was so busy or like so stuck kind of like checking off everything in my to-do list yeah like i yeah and like i would like the only aim was to just kind of like get more and more stuff through my to-do list like the purpose and the value of the things that I'm striking off from my to-do list I wasn't really focusing on focusing on that part Mm. yeah yeah and um like I could have outsourced a lot of things um but you just just, felt like you had to do it yeah I just had to do it like I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to prove like and I don't know who I'm trying to prove prove to or what I'm trying to prove it's just like I have to do this yeah. I'm a single independent woman like and we talked about it this afternoon right like we did yeah 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 it just seems like it's a part of our social upbringing that everyone needs to be busy in some way yeah. otherwise you're going to be labeled as lazy or yeah. an oddball yeah or another yeah. negative you know yeah, yeah. adjective yeah but, um 
there's that pressure yeah, yeah exactly like doesn't matter like what area of work you are in no. or, or what stage in life you are in it's just like people find so many things just yeah. to kind of like occupy and like without any purpose occupying themselves yeah and just then then chasing those things like for me i think the biggest reason was that like i never prioritized my to-do list like i wasn't like i'm way more planned at 30 than i was at 28 or 29 um yeah also the lack of routines like i have been focusing on getting myself um like adhering to a solid morning routine and an evening yeah, so not having any solid routines. For example, I get up at 5 on Mondays and then I get up at 7 yeah. on Tuesdays and then I'm getting up at 6 on Wednesdays. Like that's like that's way too much for my brain to adjust in the mornings. Yeah. Whereas if I just like stick to 6, getting up at 6 every day throughout the week, at least during during my work work days. Yeah. I think I'm I'm going to save a whole lot of brain power and I'll be doing things on autopilot. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, that's actually really helpful because yeah. you have that expectation and that, um, that you know, that you, yeah. you are going to wake up at a certain time, yeah. that you're going yeah. to do X, Y, and Z, yeah. you know, in the morning before you head out to work yeah. and yeah. knock those off your to-do list. They become habitual. Yeah, they become habitual, right? And, like, then they are not a big deal and you no. get through them really fast, exactly. right? Um, yeah, like, that becomes your autopilot. So I think, yeah, um, like, not lack of having any routines in your life or, like, adhering to your at least your morning and evening routine can be something that actually keeps a lot of people busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would the, agree with that. Yeah. The other thing is like getting distracted easily. Like, <laughs> There's so many inputs these yeah. days. It's, it's really easy to do so. Uh, like in today's, in today's world, right? Like technology, like we are glued to our screens. Like yeah. We just like simply sucked into a culture of distraction, I kind of feel like. Like mm-hmm. for me at work, like I'm in, I'm in software development. I have a really hard time not getting distracted <laughs> at at work. Yeah. Um. Like, like we have we have a chat chat app. Uh huh. And there are like, there are like hundreds of groups. Hundreds of windows hundreds open. Of, hundreds of groups on that chat, and a lot of people kind of will join like all of those hundred chats, uh-huh. but only five of those chats are like actually relevant to the to work, work. <laughs> to the work that you are doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like if you subscribe to like all of those hundred chats at work, I'm gonna get notifications from all of them. Yeah. Like those notifications notifications are popping up on my screen like all the time. Yeah. So no wonder I cannot not get distracted, right? Yeah. And I think it's the same thing in our personal lives, right? Instagram, Facebook, whatever messenger app, Viber, WhatsApp, whatever we are using, email, email notifications. Like you have a notification coming in every two minutes, I reckon. Like my my phone like always has a notification coming in. Yeah, our accessibility in yeah. this day and age is yeah. is so much more yeah. you know, larger or easier. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, so, no. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely. I think and I think we like now getting distracted because we have gone into a stage where we cannot be laser focused. We think being distracted or doing multiple things at the same time is okay. Well, I suppose it's been bred from yeah. that culture of being busy. Yeah. You can't just focus yeah. on one one activity at a time. Yeah. You have to feel like you need to engage in multiple ones multiple to feel ones, like so. you're making the best value out of your time that you have yeah Yeah. no that's that's actually pretty good because like the other two things that i had after this was like multitasking and context switching Uh, um so you know like multitasking like people expect um females to be good multitaskers like i actually (laughs) grew up believing that females are good at multitasking than males yeah. And it, it used to be like people would say it as like this a truth. There's right? a truth and there is like females are awesome because they can multitask. Yeah, right. right. Amazing yeah. Multitasking yeah, yeah, like females like because because we can have kids, we can raise kids and like manage our house and also have a nine to five job at the same time. People like all of a sudden like the societal norm is that females are better at multitasking i know it's changing now like with millennials it's changing big time Mm -hmm. um like as the realms around like parenting and like all those things are changing yeah but yeah but like there's just like one example of like where people think multitasking is being more more efficient 
yeah. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I have actually got into a stage now like and and i'm someone who is actually very conscious of like my productivity and how much i'm i'm, I'm getting distracted uh-huh. um but i have got into a stage now i think it's i've improved big time at work but i notice at home when i'm watching tv i just can't watch tv i'm taking my phone or i'm or, or i'm browsing on your laptop on my laptop like i need to have at least cooking two screens open yeah. yeah exactly right like if i'm cooking i'm not just cooking i'm doing 10 other things in the kitchen at the same time like I'm checking my freezer yeah. see if it needs to be stocked up I'm washing the utensils at the same time like if there is something else that needs to be fixed I'm doing it as well do you know on that point I mm. wonder if it is a necessity in these days I would love to hear what mm. your viewers think as well if it's yeah. necessary to be multitasking I, yeah. in order to fulfill every single all these, thing yeah. that you need to yeah, do fit into all these roles yeah, yeah which I, is a shame isn't it yeah it is a shame I I don't think so because like at work I've been really focusing focusing to be like just do one thing at a time mm. like I'm trying to be a bit laser focused and like one of the things that I do because um, I start work very early in the mornings one of the things that I do is that I do not open my email or any anything that sends a notification mm. um, till 9.15 so I have like a solid hour at work distraction free because no one is in and like close all your yeah yeah close the the close day. close everything yeah yeah and and then like when, when I leave work I always close off all mm. of my message messengers and emails and everything yeah um so yeah just just kind of being a bit mindful and I think I am way more productive if I do that yeah. unless to, if I'm just responding to whatever is coming coming my way or whatever yeah. is being thrown at me I agree. Yeah. I think a way to remedy having yeah. a busy life t- lifestyle life yeah. is to block out time for purposeful things yes. and allowing yourself to really relish yeah. in that activity, yeah. whether it's just focusing solely on work yeah. or on, I don't know, an activity like playing a musical instrument or a yeah. sport or um, you're training for something, but blocking out these times for yeah. those activities. Yeah, I think absolutely. I agree. Yeah, makes yeah. it more manageable. Yeah, to have to deal with you know. Yeah, no, no things that we have to deal with. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Like at work, I am actually time blocking my yeah. calendar now. Like no one can book me. Like before I leave for the next day, I'll have pretty <laughs> much ninety percent of my calendar bo- blocked out by the most important task that I yeah. need to tackle tomorrow. Yeah, so that other people cannot. Um, double book me if it's really urgent that they're gonna go ahead and double book me anyway but the chances of probably contact you as well exactly like they, will, they, will, they will contact me yeah. as well they will they'll, they'll walk up to me so yeah I'm kind of like touching touching upon this topic of multitasking one of the things that I'd notice at work and where like I'm not productive at all is kind of like context switching because uh-huh. like you are context switching between multiple things so that the cognitive load of context switching between so many subjects yeah. is really high it's, it is it really yeah. is and I mean I'm going to go back to expectation yeah. Yeah. there is that expectation that you're going to be able to fulfill every single task that your superior yeah. gives you yeah which is insane yeah yeah and also, I think people put, like, I put oh, myself pressure. under too much pressure. Too much pressure. And, and I know that's true for everyone else. Like, yeah. this is what everyone else is doing. Everyone else wants to be awesome at everything. Everyone else wants to be part of every every important conversation. And that's not possible. <laughs> like, it's not possible at work. You cannot know about everything. Sometimes you just have to stay in your lane, guys. Yeah, exactly. You just have to stay in your line. <laughs> and if it's super urgent, you will hear about it anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's what happened to me at work last week. Because I don't follow, like, multiple channels. Uh-huh. I just follow the channels that are like most relevant to me. Yeah. And a couple of major things happened, which and people were talking about those things in the other channels that I missed out. Mm-hmm. But next day, I did hear about <laughs> it. So it's not that like I did not like I was ignorant. Yeah. Or, like yeah. Like at the end of the day, because everyone's talking about it, so you're yeah. gonna hear about it anyway. And also, it just yeah. ends up being like gossip fodder for the day. It's exactly. Nuisance in your life at that moment when you've yeah. got you know yeah yeah like but, yeah but I think a lot of people don't realize like I, I think because I'm, I'm, I'm in software yeah. development like we talk about context switching a lot um so yeah the, the cognitive load that comes from context switching so fast and I feel the same thing at home so you though. just block out time that's how yeah, you yeah. deal with it yeah yeah like um like at home I do the same thing like my job is to put my stuff into laundry but on the way of like me grabbing the dirty clothes from my bedroom and mm. putting them in laundry, I'll I'll just like it. 
I find myself doing like five uh, five other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like you the task, see, yeah, yeah. I don't know something that needs to be removed. Yeah, yeah. Like the the know. task of putting in laundry um, was like five minutes, but now I've increased the duration to like an hour because I got distracted and I context switched between so uh, many things. See, that's why you need. Yeah, have yeah. that block time. Block time. I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. Focus on. Yeah. My daily yeah yeah and I mean right right and and this is what I've been doing like what I do is like when I'm at home like Wednesdays which is my work from home day and the weekends I assign myself three most important tasks like and those are the tasks that are in my must-do list Mm -hmm. these are the only three tasks that that are very important and need to be done today everything else can wait everything else can wait and it is it is so hard to just focus on them and like not focus on everything else. Yeah. It is really hard that's, for me. That's a really good yeah. um, little trick, I suppose, yeah. that everyone yeah. can take take yeah. away. That yeah. if you have a to-do list yeah. and you're feeling overwhelmed, mm. to single out the top three yeah. priorities mm. and just really yeah. hone in on focusing on those three priorities. Yeah, yeah. And just trying to, yeah. um, I suppose, delegate everything else oh, for another yeah, exactly. time you know no exactly and like be yeah, too yeah. stressed about maybe not i actually i actually it. now spend like a good solid hour every week just with my to-do list and i really like all of that time is spent in prioritizing like the severity like this stuff needs to be done in august otherwise i'm going to be in deep shit come come september also the other thing that i do for my to-do list items is like i jot down the duration like it would take me so like maybe cleaning the bathroom is only a five minute task Mm. um so along with my major three to-dos that need to be done maybe cleaning the bathroom is a quick win so i might just do that once i'm done with my top three so i kind of like also do do that yeah. balance like that that balance because it's nice um it, it takes so this nice to have the focus focus yeah just so that you don't feel overwhelmed yeah 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 um yeah i think and also a lot of people are just busy with things that don't really matter <laughs> so i think i was we were talking about this early in the afternoon right so like um my partner has done the dishes but then I'm going to go and ah, check what he's done. I think everyone's guilty of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. managing in some way, yeah. right? Right. So, like, it really doesn't matter. The dishes needed to be done. My partner's done it. Move on. Exactly. <laughs> Move on. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be done my way. Yeah. Just, like, just kind of, like, forcing, like, no, my way is the cleanest yeah. way to do a job. And you, like, it's shocking. A lot of people do that at work. Yeah. Yeah, like, um... I butt heads like like I've been butting heads with people like that for the last ten years. It's true. They sort yeah. of hyper focus on yeah. the details that don't actually don't, matter. No one gives a shit about <laughs> They're it. just superficial details. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, and and that is how you keep yourself busy with stuff that don't really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So like not letting others do their part. Like this is one of the things that I remind myself. And me being a perfectionist and a bit OCD, um, like doing things my way and my way is the best way is how I grew up mm-hmm. so it has been very hard for me but I have been like for the last two years I remind I've been reminding myself every day that it's okay details do not matter for everyone and not for every task there are some tasks where details will, will matter but not for everything yeah, so it's well, easy to just kind of like back off and let others do their part like if someone is happy to do it let, let, let them do it yeah. and kind of like just get rid of the guilt you know yeah yeah, yeah. well it's good uh, um, yeah. it's a good point yeah. ultimately it's the end goal that matters as long as yeah. it's reached yeah it doesn't yeah yeah right bother i mean yourself with, lunch with lunch service is like one of the things with, like i i felt guilty about it for a long time so like i just i, I outsourced my lunch to mailpal so mailpal is just like a service that actually provides you um lunch like you can go and grab you can use the app to grab lunch from places um, around your work okay. and I and all of my other mates like they bring their own healthy lunches so for a really long time I was feeling very guilty about like not bringing my lunch like all of my other mates and ah. using a lunch Meal. service okay. using a lunch service but then I had a really good look at things that matter in my life and because I live on my own it's not always possible to kind of like cook my yeah. like it, it it takes a lot of willpower people to oh, cook for so one you felt guilty yeah. just yeah um comparing yourself comparing myself to yeah others yeah yeah, yeah. so it's kind of like 
I think of like now I'm okay. I'm like lunch. It's important to have lunch, yeah. and even with meal pal, there are lots of healthy options. Also, it doesn't so, matter. <laughs> I know. At the, at the, at the end of the day, home. as long as I'm being fed, it, it doesn't really <laughs> matter, right? Like I'm not dying, um, and yeah, like maybe for my mates, they don't have all those extra responsibilities that I have, so they have time to cook a nice, yeah. healthy meal for themselves and pack or a lunch. Or it's a priority next for day. them. Like, yeah. I mean, Kemi loves cooking. I absolutely yeah. abhor cooking. You know, she will probably yeah. sit time and be very happy to sit time yeah. to make an amazing mm. meal. Whereas I would very much mm. rather not. <laughs> yeah, but I just like feel guilty. Exactly. And then I occupy myself with cooking a lunch that I'm not really into. So like that is one of the other things. Like I just keep keeping yourself busy with things that are not very high value mm. but you just because you feel guilty you still want to do it yeah um the other thing is like mowing my lawns like for the last three years i've been at this property like i've always mowed my lawns but yeah. now i'm getting to a point where it's becoming really hard because it's a big property source it yeah yeah that's why so like i've been talking myself into like finding someone and outsource their job yeah and i've been doing that with a lot of things like mm. around the house um just like outsourcing things yeah i've noticed like a few friends outsourcing yeah. even just cleaning like just yeah like a weekly cleaning service coming yeah. in just to do an overhaul yeah um so that it just frees up yeah. your time yeah. to focus on other things that actually yeah. matter. Yeah, no, ab- ab- absolutely. Yeah, Um. so one of the other things that we do keep ourselves busy with is hanging out with the wrong crowd. I think we are all, all, all guilty of that. Like people have, like I have spent personally so much time hanging out with the wrong crowd. Like, um. I think I've, 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 I've told you that, or I've also mentioned it in the podcast earlier, that my friend circle, kind of the people that I was hanging out with like two years ago, I don't hang out with them. Like yeah. My friend circle has totally changed. And um, yeah, and I think a lot of people just like spend so much time just like hanging yeah. out with the wrong people. I suppose there's a um, social pressure to yeah. be, or a pressure to be yeah. busy socially, or yeah. at least... You feel yeah. that pressure that you need to mm. be present socially. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Exactly. And so you would yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. maybe interact with crowds that you actually don't, you know, yeah, you don't sincerely really need to. gel with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but also I think like when I first moved to New Zealand, the first couple of years was more like I was hanging out with the people, like I was, I was hanging out with people like me like Indian immigrants who just moved to New Zealand because like we had a lot of stuff in common yeah but then eventually I found out that our values are not same mm-hmm. um but again and there's like a lot of guilt involved like it's yeah. not easy to just like stop hanging out with someone um that you've been hanging out with the last yeah. six months or a year I suppose everyone yeah. can identify with that growing yes. pain just oh, trying exactly. to yeah find yeah. about find out who you are yeah or what sort of people you enjoy being around with what sort of values yeah you have. i think values matter a lot for me they've always mattered yeah. but i never had the guts right. um of just kind of like standing up for my values yeah. and choosing the people that i want to spend my time with yeah yeah um and i think the same applies at work as well like you end up hanging out like with wrong people at work as well yeah yeah just just because you're like like the networking thing right like the Mm. entire like i don't i don't believe in networking like i've been in id for 10 years and um, i'm pretty sure i can easily find a job (laughs) like if i want to change change jobs i can easily find a job but i i never go to any any networking events like i'm not big on networking what do you guys think do you do you value networking i think a lot of people in my area of work do value networking Mm. but i think you don't really need to like from my experience as long as you're good at what you do you're talented and you can present yourself well in an interview yeah. um and you've got good references from your past work experiences i think you can easily find a job yeah yeah, yeah. but i know a lot of people do find jobs like just because um like friends and family or like a good reference yeah. like networking but see i think I, yeah i might have to play devil, devil's advocate yeah because yeah. I, I think it is yeah probably quite important from yeah. my perspective anyway yeah. although i yeah. certainly don't yeah. like that it is because i yeah. do believe that people should be judged upon their skills yeah you know what they can actually bring yeah. to the table yeah but in this day and age and how cutthroat mm. it is and and just yeah. 
from personal observations. Mm. Yeah, I think the it, network but, has been yeah quite instrumental. Yeah, and but we're in different yeah. industries as well. Yeah, so but I, I can totally understand. Like in, in your area of work, it's word of mouth. Like when you're yeah. an artist, you're a creative. It's it's more like word of mouth and your clientele exactly. and, and the people you know really matters. Yeah, well, it, it yeah. does really matter because soft yeah. skills are so important because you're yeah. having to interact with clients yeah. uh, or vendors and yeah. you need to be able to and present an idea yeah. in an elegant way, you know, yeah, in, a, yeah. in a way that they trust. Yeah, whereas, know? yeah, but like in my line of work in um, IT or software development, um, yeah. I think networking was a was a big thing. So it's industry specific. Industry specific. Also, you know, like in, in my line of work with startups and entrepreneurs, like that entire culture of startup coming up, I think what you do like what sort of mm. work you do is valued way more than the amount of people you know in the company like trust me like i've had my oh yeah, yeah don't yeah. get me wrong i definitely yeah, yeah. believe skills are an important yeah. factor but i think that it's a yeah it's not mutually exclusive yeah thing it's yeah. not one or the other yeah i think you yeah but yeah yeah both yeah. are both are yeah both both are important but i kind of feel like in my in my yeah. area of work you can still survive as long as you are good at what you do Lucky. um you can't you can't so all can introverts should go into it <laughs> you know most of the like you know like how they say like nerds and geeks like oh I, yeah, I, yeah. I, okay, people yeah. Are mostly nerds and geeks and a lot of us are introverts <laughs> damn <laughs> i'm in the wrong industry then <laughs> Uh, yeah, but also in like personal life, like not just at work. Work is a, a big example and a big area that impacts. Um, and we do spend a lot of time hanging on with the wrong crowd at work as well. <laughs> but also in personal life. And I think I, I did touch a bit on that. But like I was saying, right, earlier, like I don't hang out with any of my cousins because... Different like, values. Different values. Like, yeah, it was cool. Like, yeah, we were cousins when we were growing up. But now and it's like... you had to. You didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I have to because my parents told me. Yeah. Um, but like now, like 20 years fast forward, my values are totally different. Yeah, I, we I, get to make our own yeah. families. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't... Like, I don't... Ha- I don't talk to a lot of um, my high school mates or like people from uni because again, just because we went to the same university or we went the same semester doesn't like, sh- should be like every time you visit Wellington, you should come and see me. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. We went to, we went to the same, se- like we went the same semester. That's it. That was it. My values are not same as you. Yeah. And, and, and don't take me wrong. Like I do have really good friends, but they are very few. Mm. like most of the crowd most rest everyone is just like it's just crowd yeah. right and i think that, that like everyone can relate here like you only have a couple of friends who whose values are the same as you or yeah. only a couple of family members like whose values are the same as you and that is what matters to you rest everything else is just noise it's just yeah well that yeah. exactly is yeah is that yeah yeah also and i think the kind of like similar thing like you spend time hanging on hanging out with the wrong crowd you also spend in today's time a lot of us spend so much time on social media just like scrolling through random strangers just like comparing checking someone else's feed yeah. just being a random scroller yeah. and consuming all of all of all of that stupid shit yeah yeah uh, i mean uh, there's it's 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 way bigger than this podcast like that issue is very ugly and it's way bigger than this podcast yeah i mean yeah. my yeah it's difficult for me to even yeah. i don't even know where to go yeah. with this because yeah it's mental. <laughs> oh how, yeah, yeah. How yeah. how important social mm. media seems to be in this day and age. Mm. So I'm I'm I have an Instagram account, but I've never yeah. posted anything. Yeah. I don't have a Facebook account. I'm yeah. Very sort of yeah. Antithesis to to I suppose what yeah. most people do, and for me that's quite yeah. intentional. Yeah. Because it's just noise and clutter to me. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. you only have a finite amount of care. And yeah, it's just n- yeah, not it, important. like yeah, Instagram is not on your priority list. Personally, though, um, yeah, it, but it might I be on a priority list of someone who's trying to sell exactly sell products exactly. to their followers. But we are not those people. Oh yeah, totally. Like I'm yeah. totally not knocking yeah. the whole institution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just personally, yeah, I just can't. You know what? Like I, I have felt the same thing because like I've been running my Instagram account, which was originally created to generate the traffic to my podcast and my website. Yeah. But now that I've got the podcast running and we are trying to record every week or fortnightly mm. and I'm trying to write 
at least a blog every week. Um, Instagram, like I'm, I'm, I'm realizing that Instagram is not my it priority. It life, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like I was consuming, like Instagram was consuming so much time for me. Like yeah. I was, I was posting six posts a week. Then I dropped down to three, yeah. and literally the last week, I didn't even feel like posting twice like I just posted yeah. once and there was it I can completely understand yeah. how you're coming from because yeah. back in another lifetime I used to maintain yeah. a website and yeah. do a lot of copy yeah copywriting on that yeah and it became quite well known yeah. not only nationally and internationally yeah. so there was a large following but yeah. because there was that large following there yes. was that expectation yeah. to create new content yeah. to develop new ideas yeah say something yeah and I don't know more interesting or radical or or insightful you know yeah. to yeah. to keep up yeah. that interest yeah interest, absolutely and it becomes not fun yeah anymore that's it right like because i was spending so much time on instagram it was taking a toll on yeah. my podcasting and my blog yeah and it's not fun anymore like podcasting i was actually under too much pressure of like putting a podcast mm. every every week and then i realized because instagram is consuming an extra hour of yeah. my week so you're saying how like yeah beforehand you, yeah the first thing you did was yeah. to check your instagram feed when you woke up yeah which, yeah like yeah, and i think, I think it's, it's just human nature right yeah. like if you post something like you you want to see whether people like it or yeah. not if people don't like it then there's something wrong with me i'm going to take it down but like, then this also is human nature right I, yeah yeah i uh, yeah i suppose in the perfect world yeah. we would hope that people didn't actually care uh, you know about yeah. the reactions that you just genuinely yeah. just wanted to share whatever you were yeah. I don't know eating yeah, or playing yeah. with yeah. <laughs> or seeing yeah but this it is, is yeah this is the world that we live in exactly and and you know what like because and then I actually tried this thing where I was like I'm just gonna go on Instagram publish my content and then just get get off Instagram do not scroll my feed yeah. or do not check any random strangers uh, but but you know what it's practically not possible I spent two weeks you need to have like iron will yeah. to be able to do something like you gotta that gotta feed the machine <laughs> yeah yeah like we are not robots right like like if i'm spending that needs a massive amount of willpower yeah. and Insta- i shouldn't be spending that will that amount yeah. of willpower on instagram yeah i should be i have a nine to five job that is like my number one priority because yeah. that is my bills you know animals and I pets know, right? you know yeah. and friends yeah. and a whole life outside yeah. the digital world yeah yeah exactly right so yeah so like i at this stage i'm seriously considering getting off instagram killing it's my so account hard. and like, getting off instagram we were talking about this yeah. earlier and unfortunately yeah. i don't actually know i, I don't yeah. know what the, the nature of social media will be yeah. in terms of how it's integrated yeah. in every person's life and yeah. that's that's a worry because i would yeah i don't know i would hope mm. that it's it's not important but mm. seeing the trends and seeing how fixated it there's is a, unfortunately yeah maybe it there's the peer, maybe we just have to peer pressure, be okay right? Yeah, with yeah. The fact that it has to be. I don't know. I don't know. I I mean I think you have to be like really mature mm. to be able to responsibly be on social media, like to be a responsible user. Like you have to be a bit mature, mm. and I don't think like we are that mature. At like like as a society, we are not we are not there yet. Like like the entire concept of like being digital 24 by 7 being active social media 24 by 7 is still very new to us and we are still evolving and it will take us a lot of time to actually be responsible social media Mm. users yeah Yeah. and it's just also hard because the whole act of i suppose social media is to get that validation yeah and that can't be healthy for you it's so funny because i actually posted a quote so i actually post um squares on my instagram account guys i know i'm considering getting off instagram but if you do want to check my instagram (laughs) where i do post squares you can go check me out edward wholehearted living underscore kemi so going back to my quote (laughs) the the quote was and like that i actually came up with that quote i was like stop seeking approval sorry like Instagram's not your dad, so stop seeking approval from Instagram. <laughs> and so many people like appreciate it. They were like, "Thanks for posting it." Sometimes yeah. you just need a reminder that well, yeah, social media is not your dad, it's yeah. not your mom. Like, stop asking them. I suppose what the to institute do. is kind of dealing yeah. with that because they've yeah. just. I think it's rolled. It had been rolled out mm. in other countries, but yeah. just fairly recently in New Zealand, yeah. they don't actually Show present. How many, yeah, how many, how many likes, likes are there? Which right? I think is probably a good it's pretty move. awesome it's pretty awesome yeah it's pretty awesome because i think they realized that 
people like were, were being swayed by the amount of likes yeah. someone has rather than the content, the content. and i think that it's an intentional decision to focus on the content than the number of likes mm. yeah yeah, yeah. Or, or the or the comments i think it's a great move yeah. like you know like moving towards a responsible social yeah. media platform i think that that's a great yeah. move like i really we have, appreciate them yeah if they've unleashed the space yeah. at least we've tamed it somewhat in that yeah, way yeah oh this is in um like this is because I was listening to other podcasts, right, where um, from Hamza Khan, and he quoted an example where people on Instagram are like, "If I do not have the number of likes in three, like three numbers, like if it's if, if it's not above like hundred, oh, okay. then I'm not good enough. So I'm gonna go and take that post down. Oh. Like a lot of people do that. Like I've I have never done it, but hearing to what Hamza was saying, I was like, it was shocking. I suppose I like, can believe that. Like, yeah. you can, like, how much your life is consumed and how much you're looking for approval just from social media. Yeah. Like, that's freaking up crazy, right? Like, yeah. and we don't realize because I think we are like all consuming all that content on autopilot now. Yeah, yeah, most, yeah. yeah. Like I was saying, you just cannot I mean, it's just post. Part of your life yeah, now. you just cannot post your content on Instagram and then just shut off Instagram. You're gonna go and scroll through your feed, check mm. your last post, like how many people liked it, if are there any comments, and it's it's just like you keep on going off tangents. And next, you know, you spend half an hour just on like um, Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah, like I, I don't know how we will get to a responsible. Um, society that knows how to kind of like um, use social media but for now I'm seriously considering getting off Instagram <laughs> like um, I mean the podcast is up and running mm. I'm writing I'm publishing on my website and on medium every week and this is what this was the original intent of creating the Instagram account so like I'm not fussed about the number of followers or whatever is there I think I'm seriously mm. considering getting off there yeah. yeah um so one of the last things on my list why we are so busy is um, biting more than you can chew. So like taking way more than on than you can actually handle. Yeah. yeah so I think this is like what we were talking about earlier, yeah. right? Like the example of um, stay at home moms and working moms. Like our society has this impression that working moms are better than stay at home moms. And a lot of people do not realize that the stay-at-home moms were working moms at some stage and then they intentionally choose, like they are, they are the smart ones because they intentionally choose to um, prioritize their kids and their families over work and they are actually being smarter because they know this is what they can handle. Whereas working moms are like hustling 16 by 7, they are moving towards um, burnout, depression, right. anxiety, like the menopause is like coming yeah. in, coming on in like your mid thirties. So yeah, uh, yeah, like I think oh, it's a classic example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, some yeah. some working mothers don't have that choice. So yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Like single single ladies. parents do not have that yeah. choice, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of um, and I think it's 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 just like a societal norm r- right now. Like, and people think that it's okay. Like, if you like, if you are a if you are a mom and you are working mom but then you have kids and it's getting too much it's not okay like you're supposed to manage everything like because you're a you're a female you should be able to handle your job your kids and your family and cook dinner for your for your family at the end of the day like all of all of this pressure yeah. is, is way too much and i think this is like yeah um yeah um, yeah unfortunately i think yeah everyone's just riddled with the huge mm. expectations yeah. not only from you know their work mm or their family, their yeah. friends, but yeah. also their personal. Personal, right? Like even um, like just just me, right? Precious. I have yeah. a nine to five job, full on job. I do um eight hours because I'm a contractor, I've got to do eight solid hours of work, Monday to Friday. Mm. On top of that, I spend two hours in commute every day. So that's like ten hours yeah. every day. So that's already like we are like around like 50 hours yeah. 40 to 50 hours a week on top maybe of the that, system needs to change four day weekdays yeah We're working weekdays yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like and on top of that work week i'm also like doing i'm also writing blogs yeah. i'm also doing podcasts and then instagram and i'm a house owner i i have to 
kind of like take care of my pets, take care of my house, take care of my property, pay all of my bills and everything. Yeah. Cook food for me. So like I, I know I have taken on way more than I can chew. And I'm not the only one who's doing it. It's it's normal. Every Everyone is doing it. And that's why people are like, oh, we are so busy because we've got way too much than, than we can handle. And it's like a lifelong struggle. Like people die, die like that without realizing <laughs> that they've taken on way more than they can handle, right? Yeah. 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 How do we change that? I, I think, again, kind of like prioritizing and being intentional about like what yeah. you're doing, what really matters to you. Like like me not focusing on Instagram, letting yeah. go of Instagram, like primary nine to five job, Monday to Friday, then podcasting mm. and blogging. And also like I was saying, right? So like initially when I started my podcast, I was like one episode every week. I'm just establishing my podcast. So I need to be consistent. Uh-huh. But the pressure, oh my goodness. Like I was like, I was pretty much moving towards burnout like last yeah. week. I was grateful. Like, I mean, it stinks that you were sick, <laughs> but I was grateful that you were not here. Yeah, I was grateful that you couldn't make the podcast, otherwise it would have been too much for my brain to process. So, um, yeah, I was grateful but to have that break. also, don't feel guilty to say, yeah. can we reschedule as well? It's no big deal. I know, right? But it's just like I am used to putting myself under too much pressure and yeah. like my bar for me is always very high yeah <laughs> and, I, and i can never never get there um yeah so now i've intentionally like that break last week actually made me realize that maybe fortnightly is okay and it, at some stage maybe just monthly is monthly is going to be okay yeah because again my nine to five job is my top most priority mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. But i suppose looking within yourself yeah, yeah. <laughs> and trying to prioritize what yeah. actually values Exactly. What, what what you actually value. I think yeah. I suppose you're kind of in your journey trying to identify it. Yeah. I feel like such a nanner. I don't know. Yeah. Because I know what I yeah. like and I do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have too much stress yeah. unless I'm injured or yeah. I have to yeah. deal with asshole yeah. <laughs> clients. Yeah. But um, otherwise, life is good. Yeah. Usually, yeah. Mostly. I think it's just kind of like anyone who puts too much pressure on themselves. Like mm. they can actually end up in a situation where they are biting off way more than they can chew yeah Yeah. and i think yeah i think just kind of like guys you know like if you if you're stressed out if you come home from work and you're flat out you cannot even cook a meal for you that is a very clear sign that you are overstressed Mm -hmm. and you have taken way too much then you can chill and you need to back off like you really need to look at things that matter for you and prioritize move things around if you need to outsource like i'm outsourcing my mowing my lawns my lunch service do stuff like that like if you need if, if you cannot um cook a food for you but that is eating healthy is a priority for you then maybe getting um um hello fresh boxes or a box from like nadia Lim's company is probably a good thing for you so yeah like re- be, be clear about what your priorities are and then find ways to get back to them and work out from there nice ending yeah, yeah. i think we've, we've talked yeah. a lot about um why we are so busy so so next i wanted to touch upon um the go 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 mentality and the hustle culture like keep on working till you till you make it you know <laughs> like yeah um yeah i i just kind of feel like that's not correct regardless of whether you work for yourself or you work for someone else 16 hours a day like any, anything more than six hours a day is not feasible oh, um no. like, yeah we were talking earlier about like how in some scandinavian countries um they are moving towards a culture of like five hours a, a four day, day week of work f- weeks. F- f- yeah yeah four day four day work work week and that um company in new zealand had yeah fairly recently instated yeah for the employers to have a four day week Oh, sway. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, pretty much all of companies that I've worked with, um, they do have the option. Like, you can have a four-day week. Mm. Yeah, and no. I'm really and glad that, yeah. I suppose, businesses are yeah. realizing how realizing, much yeah. little time people actually have outside of work. Yeah. It's crazy. Eight hours yeah. standard every single day, yeah. five days a week. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah. Travel as well. Yeah. And all those, you know, responsibilities mm. that actually have to be mm. done. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't be able to live as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I think, like, I definitely have a rant with, you know, with this mentality where kind of, like, um, people are like, oh, no, but I'm trying to build my own business. I'm trying to build my own brand, you know? Like, this is me, you know? So I'm going to put... I'm okay putting 16 hours a day. That is not correct, though. Um, 
16 hours a day doesn't matter what you are doing it only leads to burnout it only leads to burnout doesn't matter how high functioning you are you can be newton or edison but you it will it's it's a road down to burn burnout anxiety depression Mm. and trust me everyone runs out of juice everyone runs out of juice everyone needs to recharge and rejuvenate and that's why having a fine balance between work and play is really really important yeah like for, for me when i started out very young in the industry like i was 20 something i was doing 10 hours a day and i was in india and in, in developing countries like everyone does like at least 50 hours a mm. week um 50 to 60 hours even like 80 hours a week is is normal like yeah. i know people go to but people do 8 to 11. And that was, I suppose, a cultural expectation. Hmm. You just had to work yeah. those long, long, long hours. Yeah. Long and hours. you're not actually working. You're just like... You know, Japan, actually, this is yeah. a good point, because Japan is hmm. is well known for having long hours and the, the yeah. hours not being used efficiently yeah. because the workers have to yeah. save face. You yeah. know, it's just an expectation. Yeah. If you, they just don't leave yes. the office early, yeah. they just don't. People even sleep at their desk. At the yeah, yeah, I yeah. know. I mean, when because because I remember back in like 2010, 11, when I was back in India, we used to like nine hours was compulsory. If you do not do nine hours every day, um, you will not get paid, and they'll start mm. deducting it from your annual leave. Yeah. So you have to do nine hours every day. Yeah. And they used to, I mean, they used to have like um. Like we, we would use our swipe cards mm-hmm. and that those machines would log when we are coming in and how long we were in the in the campus log or in the building like it has has it been so nine hours or not and honestly that is so hours. dumb though because people like everyone f- will find loopholes to kind of like work around it like people will come in multiple times or they are in the campus but they are playing badminton or they're playing table tennis they're not actually working yeah well so, they're yeah. not using their yeah, time like, yeah. efficiently they just right yeah they're just whiling time away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, and I think I'm, I think I'm just I'm stoked that someone has figured out, and some in some countries now it is actually encouraged to have like five hour, five hours day or four hours Good. a day because yeah. half days, half days because you are actually only functional f- for two to three hours. Yeah, that's true. Right, like mm. every day if you look at solid, solid productive work that you've done. I think done. the research backs so that up as hours. well. I yeah. remember reading something yeah. along those yeah. lines. Yeah, yeah no, abs- absolutely. And I think like just going back to that hustle culture, you know, like it is very important for every millennial to hustle. Like um, keep on hustling until you have established your brand. And social media is like, again, a big one out here. Like it promotes that culture. A lot of influencers actually promote the hustle culture. Like if you are working for yourself, it's okay to work for 16 or 18 hours a day. Like that's absolute bullshit. No one needs to do that. Like, if you're doing that, you will run out of juice. You will run out of willpower. We have a finite amount of juice in ourselves, you know? Like, the the motivation and the passion can only get you so far. This conversation would be excluding those that actually genuinely want to. But people shouldn't need to feel like they they need to uphold, like, a certain Instagram feed or image. Yeah, but you know what people think, like people who are establishing their business, they think I'm going to do it right now, but in next two years, I'm going to stop doing it. But that oh, never happens. Oh, that's impossible. That no, is impossible. because then, relinquish you. Yeah, because then, then you have way more responsibilities director. and you are earning way more money. Like your revenue stream has increased. Your number of employees has increased. So yeah. you can never get that time back. And you know what What actually happens because is like... Because it's like the worst negative feedback loop. <laughs> Just yeah, compounds yeah, yeah. over and over. Yeah, exactly. Also, like kind of like growing up in India, you know, like how... Like in my culture, it's like family business. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's like every business is a family business. And it's every always family all, member every family member in the family has business. to sit at the shop <laughs> and every family member works there and it's ne- it never closes down. It's always no. on. Like it's so, I think my point is we have to learn how to compartmentalize our working hours and our personal time regardless of who you work for, <laughs> which country you are in, whether you're in a business, you work, you work yeah. for yourself or you're a contractor like me. We have to learn how to compartmentalize and and be okay with not yeah with with, with doing some self care 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then again, like like go 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 mentality, right? Like the moment our hobbies or our passions actually start becoming an obsession, yeah. and we start competing, like our standards have gone way too high, and you are feeling the heat. I think you just need to stop and yeah. re re. re evaluate your situation absolutely i think the yeah. only competition you have is with yourself mm. yeah so make your own personal goal yeah. irrespective of what other what people others, are others because are they'll have their own abilities yeah. and i suppose years of practice if yeah. it's music or you know yeah, or exactly. sport, whatever exactly um you can only really yeah compete against yourself yeah uh, that's it right like you always want to be you should like our focus should be to become a better version of ourselves mm. not to be someone like someone else right yeah. um like go 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 mentality right like um you know how I've, I've i think i've told the story of how i stopped playing badminton mm -hmm. because i played badminton for like five six years and it got to a point where it was actually becoming an obsession and i was super stressed like it was supposed to be something outside work that i enjoy doing mm -hmm. but then i started putting myself into too much pressure and i used to be like i start work at eight i stop working at four and then four thirty I am at the court and then I'm playing till like 9.30 and 10 in the night. Like it and that was like four days a week, wasn't four, it? Four, four days a week. Like I put myself under too much pressure. Yeah. I actually literally broke down. Like I just couldn't function. Like my badminton wasn't improving at all. And like I was there on the court feeling like a loser anyway. Because like I was so focused on just like my improvement. Like I just missed the entire point of having fun. Like, like the fact that I already have a nine to five job and mm. this thing was just a hobby. Like, yeah, like it, it, I had to stop going to the badminton court. Had you compared yourself to someone? Like, did you have someone in mind that you wanted to oh, emulate? I, I, I compared and... myself, like I compared myself with a lot of people, right. with a lot of people. And I think that's where... So that's, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. needed your own personal... Own, own personal, personal yeah, yeah. Like I, I haven't... I haven't been back to the badminton court for like mm -hmm. three years now and I think moving like buying my own place was actually a good excuse to kind of like just like leave the entire um, group the social just to reset yeah just just to reset um, and just like I think like that go 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 mentality with badminton actually made me realize that I'm a perfectionist um, I put myself under too much pressure and my hobbies always end up becoming obsession mm. or a source of com com competition oh. or proving myself this summer I am, we I am should go back this. to the badminton courts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just have fun. No competition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think this kind of like is a nice segue for what I had next in my list was uh -huh. like not being able to accept that I am enough, I have enough, and I did enough today. Do you hear that, guys? You guys are enough. Yeah. You're doing enough. <laughs> yeah, I think most of the people just like, that's it, right? Like our to-do's list are 10 pages long we keep on adding like we never stop adding mm. things to our to-do list yeah because we don't think like we think that if we do not have a to-do list we are we're not good enough mm. right and or or if things don't get added to our to-do list they do not get done no you do not need a to-do list to get things done my partner is a really good example of that mm. he doesn't i don't like i've I don't think he ever creates a list. Yeah. Uh, he's not a list person. Does he have like a mental to-do list? Um, just I think, I think he just like goes on like case by basis. Okay, now I really need to like fill up my car because I cannot <laughs> get from point A to B. So now he's going to go and fill do it. Car, fill right. up the car. Or like, I have run out of all fresh clothes. So now I really need to do the laundry. Or <laughs> I like my kitchen sink is full and there is no place. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's also not very healthy though. I'm like, I suppose it's like kind of like living on the edge in yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like but he kind of like he's he's okay like yeah. he, he, he he doesn't like uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he, does, he I've, I've never seen him creating a to-do list for the mm -hmm. last 10 years maybe for his work he, he does like but at home yeah. he doesn't really give a shit he's yeah. like I'm cool if, if I need to do it I'm just gonna get yeah. up and do it I'm, I'm not gonna like overthink about it I'm not gonna add it to a list and then like contemplate it for like next two weeks and then actually get get to do it I'm just gonna get up and do, do it do it yeah 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 yeah, and I'm um, like, and this was me, right? Um, um, when I bought my house, bought um, got Brownie and Molly home, mm -hmm. and like w way too much responsibility. Before that, I was just like flirting with other girls, and I just had my room to take care of. Now all of a sudden, I've got a three bedroom house, a massive property to take care of, and on top of that, a big dog and a cat. So yeah. like the responsibilities just like exponentially grow, mm. um, grow. And I would go to bed every day feeling that I 
feeling that I couldn't do this thing, I couldn't do that thing. Yeah. Like, like I would remind, like just li- lying in the bed, I'll be like, oh shit, I could have done that. I couldn't do that. Yeah. So yeah, just this feeling of like, I did not do enough today actually leads you to being way more busy tomorrow because then you are making up for what you didn't do today, yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. And that is, and then like the day after that, next week next month next mm-hmm. year like like a lot of people like and i used to be one of those people like my new resolution is i'm gonna do all of these 100 things this year maybe next year after that 2021 i'm yeah. gonna do 200 things just that like doing more doesn't doesn't mean that you are achieving more right mm. and a lot of people just like think that because just, they didn't do more they're not enough yeah yeah, yeah, well, people just say things because it's, like, I mean, an expectation. Yeah. Always, you hear yeah. about the, what are yeah. your New Year's resolutions every single year. I wish I, I had, I had, I had people... more energy to do do more stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I understand the energy part, but like do more is just like, what are you doing more? Does it really need to be done? Mm, but but yeah. what I was leading to yeah. towards was everyone has mm. New Year's resolutions and it's all right not to have a New Year's resolution. Yeah. Oh, Sometimes yeah, absolutely. Just really mundane like maybe trying to adjust what's you know your current schedule I mean it could be just something really really mundane doesn't oh yeah absolutely I actually did not have for the first time in my life and it sucks for me because my I'm a new year's eve baby so like my birthday is on (laughs) it's on 31st of December so like um uh and I turned 30 um like last 31st December yeah so before that every year I'll be like oh I've got to do this like I'll like I'll sit there on new year's day and I'll like have yeah. my resolutions for the first time in my life when I turned 30 I was like fuck it I'm 30 I'm finally 30 yeah I'm not gonna have any new resolution this year as I've gotten older yeah resolutions or sort of large mm. goals like that have yeah. sort of left it yeah. was, was completely out of my radar and yeah. now it's about learning to yeah. enjoy the process yeah have goals yeah actually enjoy the process more yeah. than necessarily reaching yeah. that goal if i reach that yeah. goal amazing that's fantastic yeah it's <laughs> yeah. awesome but i think being able to enjoy that yeah that journey yeah. is important oh too. absolutely yeah. like the struggle that you go through when you're actually trying to achieve something right like yeah. that struggle is what matters the most yeah, and I think I, I, I ended my last podcast with saying that I don't give a shit about where I'm going to be in the next five years. But the journey that I go through to and the person that I become while I'm on, on that journey is what matters the most at this stage for yeah. me. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. Yeah. Like, and honestly, I think this year so far has been the most productive year for me. <laughs> like, I have a way higher, like, I've... I've of like my job right now is the best job that I've ever had. Yeah. This is more the maximum amount of salary that I've I've, I've ever had. Mm-hmm. So I'm like like my nine to five job is like pretty sweet right now. I changed my job. It wasn't my new resolution, but then it happened and I landed up a really sweet gig. Um, I started my podcast. <laughs> I yeah. have already published like twenty or twenty five blogs across like three or four platforms. Yeah. So I have done way more things. This, this year, year. <laughs> in spite of not having any new year resolutions mm, but you did yeah. have an you, you experienced something that was yeah. very pivotal and yeah, i think yeah. that's going to lead on to the next yeah yeah next so the, yeah this this uh, this a good one so like yeah. um we are so busy doing so much in our lives that we do not take any time for a pause mm. until something tragic happens in our lives yeah yeah, yeah i mean it's true yeah. we're both Mm. have had incidents mm. or accidents that have happened in the past that have yeah. completely given our perspective yes. in a 180 turn yeah. and I think it's because when you're faced with such a situation mm. you're forced you are forced to change because yeah. you fundamentally yeah. as a person will have changed yeah you know yeah or definitely you're a totally different person exactly after that experience. Exactly. yeah and um it's those mm. times that allow you to take stock of yeah where you are what you've been doing yeah and like what you actually want to do yeah mm. no absolutely like i think being in a car accident in february being in that like life that yeah. experience was the one that actually made me realize like holy shit what the fuck am i doing with my life mm. i spend most of my time time thinking about what my colleagues 
are doing or what they said yesterday or what happened in office yesterday oh i mean for fuck's sake does that really matter like yeah. that's over move on i have a job i should be grateful for that and i'm so busy hustling for everything else that i just cannot sit on my deck and have a cup of tea yeah like even over a weekend i'm just like hustling running around the house doing all the errands like and it's really not a way to live yeah but when yeah it's, it becomes autopilot for so long yeah. until something so monumentally life-changing happens exactly right yeah yeah like i like you were saying like i always have been very passionate about like i've been a passionate cook like i, I <laughs> she's an amazing about- cook as well <laughs> thank you right <laughs> um and for like the last four or five years before my car accident i actually stopped cooking because yeah. I mean we all know cooking for one is hard but when I bought my house back in 2017 I was so busy just going through mm. my to-do list once I've come back from work or over the weekends like I am so stressed out I don't have enough time uh. to, to cook for me so after the accident after the accident it was yeah. my partner said something to me my partner said there is no point of earning a six-figure salary if you cannot come home and cook a nice meal for yourself. Mm. There is no point of the flashy job that you are doing. Yeah, Learning to love the process, the exactly. journey. Exactly. Yeah. And that point actually made me realize my partner was like, of course, like you are stressed and because you feel guilty, you're not able to cook. Like you are getting takeaways every day. Mm. You, are, you are keeping yourself so busy with everything else that you cannot do a mundane task of just kind of like cooking for yourself. Like, and, and cooking is something that actually brings you joy. Yeah, yeah. So you should prioritize that above everything else. Yeah. It's about self-care. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Like, and I think that's this why, like, I've been focusing so much on self-care. Like, cooking um, my own food is a form of self-care exactly. for me. It's like yeah. nourishing, you know, yeah. your, the things that you absolutely, genuinely like. Yeah, yeah. Also, love. like, like I was saying, right, like, just being able to, like, sit with my dog cuddle up with her for like yeah. half an hour um is something that i should be making time for every day or like yeah. training my dog like that, should, that that is taking her for a walk is something i should be making time for like every day just just taking a pause you know just taking a pause um i actually wrote an article this week i haven't published it yet but the article is called are you making time to look out the window are you looking time wait are you making time to look, look out, out the, the window? window? Yeah, Brownie's going nuts. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Just we're just gonna stop it. Yeah. And we're back, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> Brownie was just going nuts. Um, so yeah, um, it is shocking, right? Like in today's, in in today's time, we don't realize that we are burnt out, or we are going down a path that only leads to more depression and anxiety and we've taken too so much on Mm. until something tragic happens Mm. like it's it's absolutely ugly for me that i had to go through all of that ptsd after a life-threatening like um life-threatening experience of going through a car accident Mm. to actually realize that I'm not doing anything meaningful with my life yeah. and I'm so I'm hustling so hard for things that don't even matter mm. yeah like it is it's like I would trade that feeling of like I had PTSD for a month and it was it was absolutely like I cried so many times like I wasn't injured in that accident but just kind of like realizing it's like the potential yeah the no. potential of like something would have happened I don't have any family in New Zealand what would have happened to my pets or like my mortgage my partner is not even in the country mm. so just kind of like going or even through, just yourself you yeah know, just, your mortality just, myself, just you know hits, yeah right in the face yeah it just <laughs> hits you right in the face right and I think for a lot of people like when they lose a loved one like that is when they actually realize mm. because you cannot make up for the lost time with a loved one right yeah. like in my situation a car accident or something like you had an accident you you recover you probably can make up some of it like you can make up for the time lost but when when death right like it is one of like probably the ugliest things like when something like that happens i think that's kind of like a slap in your face real hard yeah actually really out of all the situations that yeah make you Mm. give you a hard reset in life yeah it's probably one of the the bigger ones that will do it for you yeah oh absolutely and like they're like like we see we see it in movies all the time right like people are so hard people are so busy hustling for money for reputation for fame for owning a bmw for owning a million dollar house that they don't realize that just the simple act of making 
having 30 minutes in your day so that you can cook a dinner for you is what matters the most for you or yeah. coming home or whatever yeah 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 or, or parents, just coming yeah. home spending time with your kids without any screens present is what matters most for you right for me over a weekend just sitting out on my deck in the sun enjoying my cup of tea is is is, is, is a bliss and it is why i'm paying a mortgage and i'm hustling so hard like i have a nine to five <laughs> job like i mean yeah like just putting things into perspective you know yeah. like and i think yeah like um after that incident i kind of like i think that every day i wake up and i am grateful to be here mm. and like um like g- gratitude is one of the other mm. things that i actually have started practicing very I su- regularly i suppose that's I yeah. su- why we have that yeah. old adage you know yes. live every day like it's your last yeah you never know i know right like now i go to bed every night thinking i am enough I am enough. I did enough. There is nothing else more important than me being on my bed and having the next eight hours to myself yeah. and letting my body just like do its thing, like do the rejuvenation or whatever it needs. Like this is the most important thing I do. <laughs> and I think like for me, for anyone who is actually um, keen to know a bit more about like the wholehearted living or the entire concept, because um. Brene Brown like she's yeah. one of my favorite authors she's the one who actually started the entire discussion around wholehearted living mm-hmm. and one of the very basic the focal pivotal points is that um, wholehearted living is when you actually tell yourself or you believe in you being enough that I am enough I go to bed at the end of the day thinking telling myself that I am enough yeah. and I'll, I'll get up tomorrow morning and I'll do whatever I can sounds like and those, that's it. Um, she was just giving her self positive affirmation yeah yeah no oh absolutely like Brené Brown was um like I'd been listening to her for over a year now but like after my accident Mm -hmm. going through that PTSD and reevaluating all of my priorities and my 30 years of my life I think her work really inspired me and there was the inspiration for this podcast to be named wholehearted living because that is where I am going wholehearted living is is a combination of so many things. It's just like looking at your entire life inside out and reevaluating everything. Does this thing matter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and, and moving moving away from a culture of being busy all the time and moving towards like embracing slow and simple living and intentional living is a big part of me or or, or for my journey on towards a wholehearted living. Yeah, it's more satisfying living yeah. that way. Oh, absolutely. I'm way more happier yeah. than I was on my 30th birthday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm happy to hear yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Like a lot of people were like, oh, when you turn 30, it's all downhill, you know, like classic um, millennials, <laughs> nah, you know, like just not, not just millennials, everyone. Oh, I am, I am. I am grateful to be in my 30s right now. Like I am I am happy. I'm I'm just happy that I am here, you know? Mm. Like I'm happy that I didn't die in that car accident <laughs> or I didn't lose my leg or my hand, you know? Or even just my dog, you know? Because like the she was the one like she wasn't the person just oh. seated that's where we were hit from. Like I nothing happened to Brownie. Like I'm grateful like like Brownie was okay. I am mm. okay and I think that's what matters the most in yeah. this life. Yeah, right? yeah. Hey guys, we seriously hope that this podcast episode was helpful for you and provided you with some clarity and inspiration to lead a more intentional and meaningful life. If you loved our content, then please take a minute and share it with a friend or family member who could really benefit from listening to it. If you want to reach out to us, you can always DM me directly on Instagram at wholeheartedliving underscore Kemi. You can also email us at theintentionalminimalistickiwi at gmail.com. Also, if you fancy reading or engaging in more content like this, you can always check out my website at theintentionalminimalistic.com. Plus, all of this information is mentioned in our show notes as well. And finally, if you are digging this podcast so far, then please leave us some ratings at iTunes or whatever podcast app you're using. Have an amazing week ahead and we will talk to you guys again very soon. Bye.